What's up guys, Mike Lewis here, and welcome to the Mike Lewis Podcast. If you guys want to keep up with me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram at MikeLewisOfficial, and you can follow me on Twitter at MikeLew52, it's where most of my updates come. If you're enjoying my content, give me a like and a subscribe, and without further ado, let's just dive right into this episode. Yeah, it started. All right, Tina, what's up? Thanks for hopping on here today. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, sorry. Hey, Over on this side. <laughs> I'm hanging in there. You know, it's been a crazy last year. How has it been for you? I know you're not too active on uh, social media, so we don't get to see what you're eating for breakfast every morning. Oh, God, I can't stand those fucking Karens that do that shit. That's why I'm not on social media, because I get so fucking annoyed with everything like that. No, I don't think people give a shit what I do. I don't think people care about what I eat. I don't think people care about what I... <laughs> because I don't live really... A, I mean, it is crazy and interesting uh, because people like to see me be a shit show. But to me, I'm like, oh, I'm just boring. I'm, you know, I'm not so, doing it. So Spotlight was never what you intended on when doing these shows? You just wanted to be out of it, kind of? Um, do, No, I was just doing it for the money. I, I don't... I actually was telling uh, Bunim and Murray, like, I'm happy fading to black. Like, I'm happy being nobody, nobody knowing who the fuck I am. I'm really happy there. I don't ha crave this fucking react. I don't at all. So it's like, I have good friends, good family. My husband's freaking awesome to me. I have a really, really, really good life. And so the big, biggest thing is I don't want to fuck it up. Well, I mean, you seem to be living rather bougie these days, from what I can tell. <laughs> no, I, there, I'm there, living there, very good. There, there was a, yeah. <laughs> My husband is very good to me, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, it was like, a, I think there was like a picture of you floating around recently on your birthday on a float, and I was like, wow. She's oh, yeah, that was my surprise birthday party, my 40th, my girlfriend's. Oh, my God, and they got me an awesome diamond necklace for my 40th. Oh, wow. And uh, evil eye and i wore it i wear I, like i i don't have it on right now but i was wearing it my girlfriend said i can't take it off but i have to i have to shower and i don't want to ruin it but yeah it's my girlfriend tamra she's and a bunch of the other girls there's a huge group that i'm friends with in san antonio and they threw me an awesome birthday party so i that and with swag they gave out swag a dj pool because i'm i'm like i like low-key stuff like pool parties private party where we could all be a shit show and then nobody like there's no cameras around and then you know at a certain time it's like cameras phones down out and then we could just like and i love tequila so like we just sip tequila and become shit shows i think one of my girlfriends actually got on our hands and knees on cement dancing and we were like, no, your knees. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't taking part in that? Uh, hell no, I didn't get on my knees. I'm getting old, man. It was my 40th. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of offended you didn't wear the necklace to this. Come on. I could bring it out. I could pull it no, out. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm only it's kidding. Awesome. I should have worn it. But I don't feel like I need to ward you off because you don't feel like negative energy to me. At no. least yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. We, we got... <laughs> It's it's a marathon, not a sprint. You gotta remember. No, um, 
Yeah, so we were talking about something off camera that you wanted to elaborate further on that. Could you talk to me a little bit about that? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, talking about not being on social media that much, recently, about a couple of years ago, um, the, the only reason why I stopped or I stopped doing uh, all socials and everything because I didn't have that need for attention and I don't, you know, um, I thought that it was a lot of stuff that people put on, which I know is bullshit that they put up on social medias and they try to paint this picture. I don't need to, I don't need to paint a picture for people. I'm living the dream. So that's why I don't fucking put it out there because I don't want people to know the shit that I have and the shit that they can take from me. So I keep it to myself. But um, one of my girlfriends, actually, a couple of years ago, uh, it was her and her daughters uh, were found dead in her house. And the boyfriend was trying to convince people that uh, she killed her daughters and killed herself. Uh, And all of us girlfriends, we were we know Nicole and her name, by the way, is Nicole Olson. And I know the relationship between the two of them. Uh, I, at the very first meeting with this guy, I'm easy to get along with. I mean, Mike, I mean. Yeah, I mean, you're not too bad. I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I'm, it's, the thing is, is like, don't fuck with me. That's it. Don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you. We'll be cool. Mm. I'm real. And it takes a lot for me to get pissed. But a lot of the times for me to get pissed, it's because you lie to me or you're trying to manipulate me. Or uh, you're just a fucking shit person. Yeah. You have a shit heart. And your intentions aren't good. I don't tolerate that stuff. So the her boyfriend, the very first time she brought him around us girls, at the end of the night, I actually spit in his face. What, what sparked that? I, okay, so we were at a, I was playing around with him. And I was like, oh, you have a bug on your shoulder. And I went like that. And I was like, see, mm, like that. And he was like, oh, you fucking with me, right? And I was like, whoa, yeah, I was just messing with you. But there was a bug. But there, I mean, I didn't need to go like that. I could have just been like, ah, you know, swipe it off. But I went like this. And he thought it was too hard. I'm not going to lie. I do have crazy, ex- like, explosive strength. I do know that I'm, I tend to be a little rough. Uh, but guys, normally I don't. They don't say that. Well, no, they do. They'll be like, Tina, you're okay. So anyway, so I guess I was a little rough with him and he didn't like it. And he stood up out of his chair and he goes, you're two inches from my face. And goes, you're fucking with me, right? And he goes, you don't know who the fuck I am. And I go, I don't give two shits who the fuck you are. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that. Wow. And I'm telling you this, I get skeezed out by just hearing somebody spit. Like, I'll start dry heaving. The fact that I spit in his face, I started gagging on, my, like, what I just did. Because I was like, I don't give two fucks who you are. <laughs> like, I was, like, gagging. Yeah. And then the next thing I said to myself was, bitch, run! So I fucking ran out of there. And I, uh, I told my girlfriend, you're too good for him. He, it, I've been in an abusive relationship before. And he screamed that to me. So, yeah, I mean, I know that it wasn't a healthy relationship. They dated for two years. I I made up 
with her boyfriend at the time, and I'm not going to say his name. I'll consider, I'll refer to him as piece of shit. Okay. Um, so POS. I, I made up with him for the sake of my girlfriend. But two weeks before this happens, I went and got my hair done by her. By the way, she did my hair for my wedding. Like, I've been friends with her for years. And there's this group of girls. You, I mean, on social media, you see, like, my girlfriends will post pictures and stuff. Uh, but they're really good about, like, don't, like, just, you don't have to tag me in it. I don't need to be tagged. So it, it, it's really nice. My girlfriends, they fucking protect, we protect each other. Mm. Okay. We don't, we're not like a typical girlfriend group where we fucking, you know, like jealousy. And we, we are a very supportive group. Well, two weeks before she passed, she was doing my hair. She invited me to come over to her house. And I, I didn't go. Cause I was like, I can't support your relationship with this guy. I don't like him. Um, well, I, I mean, I, I got along with him. I actually, actually, let me, I do, I did like him, but I had a, when I, she was doing my hair, I had like a moment of clarity. I was like, holy shit, this girl's going to be famous and not for something good. It's, it's something to do with this guy. Like it was a weird, like premonition, like it was weird. And next thing I know, um, my girlfriend's trying to get it. One of my girlfriends is trying to get a hold of me saying, have you talked to Nicole? No, she's not answering her phone. There's, I just saw on the news that there were three bodies that were found in the area that she lived in. And there's he- like news helicopters are starting to fly over and they're saying it's in my other girlfriend. She was like, he killed her. And I was like, what? Fuck. Kept on calling her. She wasn't picking up. So my girlfriend's husband drove, it was uh, four of us girls over to, to her house. And we were the second ones on scene. Her brother was first. His car was still running. He was standing outside of his car. Um, and saw, seeing the police tape go up. And uh, I, it just... It's it was just a unfortunate circumstance. In fact, it was so bad that uh, I when they said three bodies, I cut I couldn't wrap my head around the fact that the other two were her daughters. Mm-hmm. So it was a it's a big loss, uh, and I'm it, 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 you never think it'll happen to you, um, but the guy he has a lot of money, he has a lot of lawyers, he has a huge PR team. Um, he has everybody in South Texas, him and his family has everybody shook and everybody mum. So I don't think we'll ever get to the bottom of what happened that night. I don't know. I don't know. So, so, so that's what's going I want people to know about this case though. Mm. I want people to know how fucked up it is. Her name is Nicole Olson. Her daughters are London and Alexa. If you just look up Nicole Olson, it's and sorry, that was my Alexa. If you look up Nicole and you spell it N-I-C-H-O-L O-L-S-E-N look up the case. I mean, I I want this. I want, I, I we're outraged and we want answers, but I don't think we'll ever get them. 
because it's just, I don't know. It's suspicious. What did they diagnose as the cause of death? So the coroner uh, classified it as a murder-suicide. But who, who murdered the girls is what's in question. So us girls were like, Nicole has gone through a lot of shit in her life um, and worse breakups. And she never, she never like got to the point where she wanted to, we, we are, we're just saying to ourselves, there is no way in fucking hell that she would kill those girls. And that, and if she did commit suicide, it was because if it at all is, it was, maybe somebody did something to our girls in front of her and then she had to take herself out. But I, we cannot, that would be the only circumstance that seems plausible, you know, like, mm-hmm. and we know her, like we, we're not looking out, we're not looking outside like, oh, circumstance, I'm saying Knowing the these people and the surrounding circumstances, which you can't, you know, cancel out. Mm-hmm. There's something suspicious, and there's a lot of questions that haven't been answered. So the, uh, so it got it's high up in the courts to now. It's like the FBI overtook the case to to look into this. Uh, so we we I mean. It's it's fucking serious. It's serious, and we're upset, and nobody wants to talk because they're scared of being sued. But it's not defamation if it's fucking true. Everything that I say. Yeah. My girlfriend uh, had a black eye. Trying wow. to convince us that it was a softball. She was playing catch and catching a softball, and it hit her in the face. So. She and it's shit like that. And I, I told her, I was like, you can't pull that over on me, Nicole. You and I fucking both know better. And she didn't say anything because she knows I don't like when you try to lie to me, especially when I know better. So just and so she just stayed mom. And I was like, I prefer that. All right. Well, so that's uh, what's going on. And that's fucking huge. Well, well, thank you for sharing that. You know, I'm sure that you talking about that will lead a lot of my viewers to looking more into this case and maybe Look looking into it, man, freaking spark up on Reddit, on Twitter, on everything. Like I need help. I mean, I want answers. We raised money to get a second autopsy. We're trying to, but it's just so tough because I don't know if it's lack of resources, which I can't imagine because the FBI is involved. I think it's just, I, it's like the, uh, the ski, uh, like a situation like the staircase. It's like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Or who's that one rich ass motherfucker who killed his wife back in the day? Oof. Robert Durst. Oh, okay, yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Well, we just saw you kind of now get uh, a little emotional speaking about that situation, and for rightful reason, you know. And uh, on these shows, you kind of got this reputation as like a bit of a cutthroat kind of razor razor edge sharp-tongued 
cast member, have you ever been tested emotionally or mentally on these shows? Or Yeah, of course. Because it is a lot being in the limelight, especially with reality TV. Could you maybe elaborate further? Well, the nice thing is, is that outside of it, I don't do, like, a lot of, um, like, I don't do a lot of appearances because, well, probably because I don't get asked. Uh, because I, because I think that people expect me to be a certain way, but um, in a situation like that, it's a pressure pot, and those motherfuckers will test a bitch, will test her, and triggers, and it's and I'm a very honest, I you know person, I'm very straightforward, but a lot of these people that you see on these shows that you deal with. They know how to put on, they, they want to, they'll put on a, a fucking person for you, right? Just to give them more camera time. Um, and they'll lie and they'll cheat and they'll steal. And I, I'm not about that. I'm, I don't live in that kind of world. I refuse to fucking roll around with pigs. I don't like to get dirty. I don't, I'll get dirty if I have to, but I don't like going there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a bitch because I'm honest with people. I'm like, don't fuck me, man. Don't fuck. I know it. And it's because people get intimidated because I call them out on their shit. When other people are afraid to fucking call it out. Like, yeah. bitch, you're fake as shit. You're not that good of a person. I just want to let you know that I know. And then they're confronted with reality and they're like, I don't know what you're talking. How dare you? It's like, how dare I? How dare you, you fucking fake bitch? So that's where I get the bad rap. But I'm normally, I'm really fucking cool otherwise. Yeah, I, I, I can confirm, you know, this isn't for the sake of the recording. I mean, we had tons of chats off camera and, you know, your personality there matches exactly, you know, what we see on screen. So I know that you're someone that operates off of, morals and um you know integrity and you're at least you're honest you know what i mean yes i'm honest to a fault and that's what my problem is and i think that that that's why i'm not a politician i'll never be a fucking politician because i'll be like "Ah, i don't like you i don't like you i'll be cordial i just don't fucking like you so you feel you're misunderstood uh from your time on tv you think i think i'm misunderstood because i misunderstand myself always I mean, I don't even have myself figured out, so I don't expect other people to fucking figure me out. But if I'm I'm honest where I'm like, I don't fucking know. Mm. I don't know. And yes, I am a shit show. I don't, I'm not this, I'm not that. It's like, I'm just trying to fucking get through life like the rest of you assholes. I'm just trying not to be a dick in the process. Yeah. Well, let's dive back now and do a little bit of a retrospect now on your uh, <laughs> MTV career. So I want to start with, obviously, you know, your road rules, of course. And uh, you came in as a replacement. Was TV in the cards for you? Like, were you trying to necessarily do that? I could have sworn I saw somewhere that you wanted to be an NFL cheerleader at one point. Is that yeah, true? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to go to. Uh, I wanted, I was thinking about getting um, going into dermatology getting my doctorate and then like dancing on a pro team. Like that was what I imagined my life and what, what I was aiming for. Uh, TV was not in the cards and I didn't, I mean, I actually fell into it. Um, How was that? 
I, I my girlfriend was across. I was working. I was like a manager of a spa mm-hmm. and across the street interviewing, and I brought her coffee and sat in line with her, and I was studying for a test later on that day in college. So I was in college, and they, uh, instead of going, instead of choosing her, they chose me, and next thing I know, well, I declined, because I was supposed to be on Real World Vegas, but I was really? one month, yeah, I was one month short of turning 21 for them to film, so they were like, we want you on Road Rules, and I go, fuck no, I don't do the elements, I don't do dirt, I don't do that, nope, nope. And they were like, well, if she doesn't want road rules, we're putting her on road rules. So the second time, I don't know, it just so happened to work out. And all I had to be was gone was for like a month. And it was second semester senior year of college. And I was able to actually leave and fucking go do it. And I came back and graduated on time in four years. A thank you. Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, it just worked out. Everything seems to work out, and I, I, I try to ride the waves. So, I, you know, I don't know. Shit just lands in my lap, and I'm fortunate enough I'm blessed. I'm not going to lie. I'm fucking blessed. I don't know what I did in a past life, but my life, this one, is really, really, really good. Wow. Sounds like uh, one of those situations where – just all the circumstances worked out perfectly and aligned. The stars aligned a certain way almost, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it's luck or if I try to live my life where I, I don't have get bad like juju. I don't, I, I try to put positivity in the world, believe it or not. But sometimes motherfuckers need to be slapped upside the head. Uh-oh, who? Out of your way. I don't know. Anybody who wants to get in my way. Rhetorical statement. <laughs> so I feel like coming on to any shows or replacements almost like a death sentence in a way because everyone else gets that uh, kind of opportunity to um, know each other beforehand and then they kind of just bring someone in. Um, yeah, is that advantage? It what? definitely puts you at a disadvantage because there's a camaraderie, right? That's all. That's what I mean. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but being the odd one out. I am used to, <laughs> so that doesn't that doesn't phase me at all. What what sparked uh, you and Mary Beth from your road rule season? That kind of clash. Oh my God, that was so long ago. I don't even know. I don't know. There's a bunch of follows. about me. I do not. Rem- I let shit go because I will punch. I'm like a dude. I punch it out and then I move on. I don't harbor like all of these like negative emotions with me for a long time. So like, I have to be reminded about shit. I don't know. I don't remember what the catalyst of like the whole Mary Beth thing was probably uh-huh. just a clash of personalities. Yeah. But yeah. I, if I look back at on today, um, I, you know, I don't have it. There, I can't say there's anybody who I don't like cause I let shit go. Interesting. I'm sure we'll come back to that question later on in this. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, um, things that they, they do that I don't like, but yeah. I can't, I hate anybody. I don't want to, I don't carry that shit around with me, mm. but I'll be like, ah, I don't prefer their presence or I, 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 well, yeah. Okay. never mind. There are people who I don't like. Never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll bookmark that. Okay. Um, so post road rules, we obviously know that 
the real worlders are the ones that kind of get all those opportunities post show. They get to rub elbows with all these people. What were you given any opportunities outside of MTV, like potential either bar appearances or anything of no. that? Sure. No, no, but I also carried a full-time job, so I really wasn't available to do stuff like that. Uh, I tried to keep my feet firmly placed on the ground. I didn't chase fame. That wasn't what I did it for. I mm. did it for the money. I wanted the money. It, there was no... In fact, okay, I got this tattoo. Uh-oh. Early after I made the show, okay? I got this tattoo. <laughs> yeah. And I am half Asian, so it's okay for me to get something like this, Okay. So on it, it says eternal happiness. Mm -hmm. So when I pray, I don't pray for fame or fortune. I pray for eternal happiness. That's what my focus is. Because I had a little bit of fame. It didn't make me happy. I've had fortune. Um, that didn't make me happy. So it's like, I just want to find an inner peace, have a good life. And that's my focus. Not all this other bullshit. That's like just fucking noise. So I take it then the challenges weren't necessarily something that you were like aspiring for. It kind of just also fell in your lap. Oh yeah, everything when you anytime I ever went onto the show, I I I just found out that people call up you and Murray, campaigning, try to get on these challenges, and I didn't know that people <laughs> did that. I I I never did it. Um, but if you know they would ask me and I would say whether or not it, yeah, it would work out or wouldn't. Um, so no, I mean, I would do it if the circumstances were right. And if I felt like, okay, I'm ready to do it. And if it didn't feel right, then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to fucking do it. I don't have to do, I don't feel like I have to do anything. And I don't, that is not my goal in life is to be, is to do reality TV. It's not. And I think that maybe because I have that perspective, I'm more authentic than these motherfuckers that you see today. It's oversaturated, y'all. You hear me? It's oversaturated. <laughs> so which challenge like that you did do like sticks out in your mind to where you're like, wow, I really enjoyed myself on this one. Like Manzanillo, Mexico. The good guys versus badasses. So the Inferno too? The Inferno too. That one was fucking fun. Well, Rachel seemed to suggest that that was kind of a period in time in which feminism kind of took over and like dominated for the ones because a little ways after that i'd probably say that fresh meat was probably when we went through that little era of um the macho guys taking oh charge God. okay so i so i popped kenny's cherry i was his partner for fresh meat what that introduced him to the like the fucking environment and yeah. coral introduced uh evan evan so actually coral and i did that show yeah yeah okay so coral and i did that show together um and it just so happened we had uh kenny and evan they weren't like that when we did the show with them um so i don't know what the fuck got i i think that they got shit got to their head mad quick and they weren't being level-headed about everything. And people let them get away with that type of behavior, women and men, and it was disgusting. It's disgusting, and I, I would have never, ever. I mean, I heard about shit that they, but, okay, so 
one cast member, Katie, told me that they would talk so much mad shit about her in interviews, but to her face, they were like, oh, yeah, Katie, huh, and, and mess around with Katie, and then they would call her fat. Katie's not fat. I will tell you that. She is not fat whatsoever. And they would call her fat and just be fucking rude. And I hated that when people did that shit. Because nobody has the balls to say it to your face. Not one of these fuckers. Nobody. But they're sure as hell bold on Twitter, uh, behind a keyboard warrior, and fucking in interviews. I, I just, it, it just, it annoys the shit out of me. It annoys me. Did, did, any, did any of that happen with you? I mean, you and Kenny were partners at a time. Uh, I don't, okay. I don't watch my own shows. Okay. <laughs> I can't stand my own voice. So I don't watch it. And I really don't give a fuck what people have to say about me. You know, oh, I'm a bitch. Tell me something new, you fucking moron. I, you know, like, you're not coming at me with new information. Yeah. Why the fuck do I care? Whatever you say to me, I'm sure my mother has said fucking something worse. So you can't really phase me. My mom's really, she's, my mom's a good woman. She's an Asian mom. I don't know if you've ever dated an Asian chick, but moms can be ruthless. <laughs> honest. And my mother is. So it's like, whatever anybody has to say, can't be worse than what my mom says to me. So uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. What was your relationship like with Kenny, though? Was it good? It was good. I, I got along with him. Um, I got along with him really well. It was really good. But, you know, sometimes people are in your life for a reason and sometimes a season. Uh-oh. What does that mean? Well, I heard that he, I heard that he would he'd talk mad shit. And I was like, he was acting like he was, like, fucking butthurt or something. I don't know what, what his problem was. But he just started talking mad shit. And I was like, dude, I mean, fucking get over, like, I, I don't know. I was just like, get over it. I don't ever respond to what these people have to say because they never say it to me. So why the fuck am I going to respond? And I heard that him, he would, he used to talk mad shit, but then, you know, he went on with his life, thank God. And he moved on. That's mm. all, that's all I wanted. I mean, that's it. Yeah. What, what about Wes? He was someone you butted heads with on that Fresh Meat show. What was your thoughts on Dynamic with him? I actually like Wes. I like... Yeah, he could be a dick. And I love how he tells people that they're sto so stupid and retarded. Or, I hate that word, by the mm. way. But he will say things like that. And I'm like, Wes, you're the biggest... One of the biggest morons I've ever met. Like, I, it's, it's, it's fucking hilarious. So... Uh, but I actually like Wes. I think he's funny. I don't like his... Sometimes he, you know, he gets a little... Uh, he's he's funny. He's quick-witted. I, I, I think, you know, I, I have to laugh at some of the shit that he says. So I don't have, like... I don't have negative feeling towards him at all. Mm. I, I think he's funny. I think... I, I can get along with him. I don't mind him. But when, but you know, you sometimes your personalities clash, and I think I remember one time he was about to call Joanna a fucking bitch in front of everybody, and I was like, I saw it on his lips. Don't you fucking dare call her a bitch in front of everybody. So, I, you know, that that's when it was starting to be like, meh. But I mean, with Wes, I'm pretty fair, and Wes is pretty 
from what I know, I don't watch the show and hear what he has to say about me, but uh, I haven't heard anything negative. I'm sure that there is something. Everybody has something to say about somebody out here. <laughs> no, I want to go uh, do a little rewind, though. We'll start at your first challenge, talk about the gauntlet. Um, were you surprised to see you uh, thrown in right away? You know, it seems no, like you, you weren't. You were performing pretty well, though, right? Yeah. Mm. I'm not bad. I'm not bad on these things. And do you know what fucks me all the time is politics. Ah. Uh, single time. Because I don't play. I play an honest game. Now, if you want to talk to me about mm, something that benefits you or but benefits me, then okay, let's talk. But um, I expect everybody to lie to my face. So I can't, I don't trust anybody. And I'm, I'm a, Katie calls me a rogue player because I try to play an honest game. I just try to go, I try to do the best I can. And if, and I go as far as I can, but I don't beat myself up over shit. Like, it's like, if I'm out, I'm out. Bye. I have a good life at home. I'm not going to fucking harp on this shit for the rest of my life. Yeah, I saw a recent tweet about that elimination uh, from the gauntlet with you and Coral. What Were you, uh... What, yeah, that you... sucked, man. She beat me on that one. You think you could have took her if it was something that maybe benefited to your strengths more? Oh, hell yes! Yes, but she definitely beat me. Her little stick leg, she definitely beat me on that one. Was your relationship with, good with her? Coral's hilarious. I I can only trust her so much. Mm. But she, I love her, her. She had me fucking rolling all the time. And I, that is the one thing. If you can make me laugh, you know, I, I, I just, I love you. Like, if I think you're funny, that's all I like to do is just, I just love to laugh. Mm. Um, and I hate being mad. I, I don't like myself when I am. And it really pisses me off. So it's like, if you're the one who pisses pissed me off, then I'm pissed off at you for making me pissed. But Coral's fucking hilarious. And she's silly. And she's goofy. And that's the Coral I like. That's the Coral I enjoy. Uh, the lying, the manipulation. She knows I don't like that. And, that. and that's why it's like, I can only trust her so far, but on a one-to-one, -one, I get along with her awesome. We get along really good. Well, I feel like if uh, you two and maybe Rachel stuck around more consistently, maybe that era in which we saw kind of what many would call toxic masculinity engulf the challenge, maybe there I, would have been lots of that going on. I, I think that we would – I think there would definitely um, be – it would be a different tone. Um. I'm not saying that the girls today are weak in the challenge. I think that women were so quick to get out each other's throats uh, and there's no camaraderie and there's no like, let's, in, let's empower each other. Like we could be a fucking force if we get together, but it's hard to get women organized like that. Mm. But when you do, dude, there's, you can't fight that. Like, it's a force. It's like the fucking Care Bears. Like, there's nothing that can beat that. Once you put all everybody together, rainbow goes out. It's a force. And it's just, you gotta, it's just, uh, I don't know. And I, you know what? I'm not saying I should be a leader of this shit because 
I'm not po in politics, but I'll definitely say that it's fucking sad. And I, and I hate, and you know what, but when you're one of like 20 people, you have no power whatsoever, unless you fucking lie or manipulate and you're a sociopath. Well, do you feel like there are people on the shows? That yes, 98%, 99% of them are sociopaths or narcissists, probably 100%. I'll put myself in that category too. Yes, you can be narcissistic. Yes, I put my head down and only look out for number one because I don't expect anybody else in a game like that to have my back. Mm. So I can't, but in my personal life, I trust my husband. I trust my fucking girlfriends. My normal life isn't like that. And that's why I don't tolerate that shit on the show very well. Cause it's like, I hope, dude, you must be lonely at home because I hope you don't act like this in your real life. Cause you have like no integrity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do want to uh, kind of touch now on the Inferno too, a little bit with, um, you know, you and uh, Veronica and Rachel got this uh, quote unquote nickname. They pegged you guys as the mean girls. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to kind of talk about this uh, situation with uh, you guys and Tanya a little bit. Because um, earlier this year, uh, Netflix, actually, they removed one of the episodes. I don't know if you were made aware or not. I, I was. I was. I was told that. What What is maybe your thoughts on that? Um, well, I heard that Beth was the one who tried to start this, like, campaign um, because she heard that I possibly might come back for a challenge. Uh, so she started that was around the time that all of that started coming out, like uh, about us being bullies and sexual. I mean, Beth is the first, Beth, her original season, she said that, uh, uh, you know, like one of the girls got a blanket ripped away from her and Beth equated that to rape. So, you know, let's just, let's just ease up there, Karen. Let's just ease up on fucking throwing shit out there. And you're transparent about your motives. Um, so I heard that she was the four. She was the about giving attention to that. But to be honest with you, off camera, you guys don't see 99% of what happens. We we got along with Tanya. We would tease her. We would tease her. Um, and she would play it up. And but we actually like Tanya. We she's like a cousin. Like we treated her like a cousin. All of us, we felt like cousins. And Tanya would do some s silly stuff. She would be a goofball. And we would, like, make fun of her a little bit. She would give it back. But, like, they don't really show that that much. Mm. You know? Well, they are typecasting for a reality show, after all. And I think that the audience has to remember that an hour at most, typically maybe an hour and a half, maybe even less back then when the episodes were airing. I think there were only like 41 minutes back during that time period. So that's, that's divided between fucking 20 some people. And probably 20 hundred hours of footage yeah. that they have to condense too. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And so you have to pick the best of the best. And normally my best, I guess, is when I'm losing my shit <laughs> or I'm mad. That's it. But they don't, you know, I'm boring uh, every other all the other times I'm, I'm fucking I'm cool I'm laughing I'm being silly I'm being goofy fucking around so so you like Tanya then like you're you're fine yeah, with her? I've never I've never I she she would annoy me but like that's so, it 
cut out like a playful annoyance though? Yeah, yeah I mean, not all, but I mean, she would annoy me and then I would get mad. Mm. I don't like it when people are thirsty around me and they want camera time and they try to use me for camera time. I don't like that shit. Mm. And they put on something like, don't fuck it. I don't want the cameras around me unless I'm, unless I, you know, don't fucking use me as a pawn. I don't like that shit. Find somebody else. Uh, so I didn't like that she would, and Beth does the same shit for camera time. And it's that, it's that kind of shit that I don't like. And that's what, that's what I would be, then I would start becoming mean. Well, let me ask you now, when, when did this kind of feeling uh, towards Beth start? Because we obviously saw how it culminated on the duel, but like. Oh, it was going for two years. It was, it was just her thirstiness for the camera and for attention. And she would just purposely do shit. She would purposely uh, villainize herself or play victim. Mm. So I think a lot of the people who I don't get along with are fucking Karens. That kind of behavior. Mm. And it annoys the fuck out of me. And so I'm, and I'm the one who's like, come on. Are you fucking kidding me? And then there's only so much I can take. And then I just got to, I, I just lose my shit. So was this like a prolonged process or was there a particular? That was two years of me, me just. The shit she would do and then doing the shows and then um, and then I finally had it when she fucking brought the cameras around me. You'll see me. I'm like talking to some people and she brings the cameras following her and goes, Tina. And I didn't like that. I don't like that shit. Was there an event before that that took place that really yeah, got I, I body checked her off camera on the duel? Yeah. So that I, was that was after the punch. No, that was before. And then the punch occurred? Yeah, I, I body checked her. And I was like, don't fuck with me. Oh, shit. So, because I don't do shit for camera. I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm me. I'm just me. And I'm not saying I'm sneaky because obviously I do it to your face. I do it to you and I say it to you. I don't do shit just for attention with the camera. Um, so when she brought, when she pulled the cameras and follow had the cameras follow her i was like this fucking thirsty ass bitch so do you oh. think it was calculated is what you're trying to say i was expecting her to keep it off camera mm. <laughs> and i uh, underestimated her thirstiness so that's what pissed me off gotcha well did you feel like uh were you fighting your own battle or did you feel like you were uh fighting for the rest of the girls too with uh, your situation with her i think that yeah because DM, I got the whole reason why I got pissed off at her was because earlier that day we all agreed to let DM win that challenge mm. or that daily challenge, and she was like, "Fuck no, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna let her win." And I'm like, "You're an asshole. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You can't let her win one. No, no, you know." And I was just so then. After the thing went, I was just looking at her and I was stewing like I fucking can't stand this bitch. The the fuck, how big of an asshole do you need to be? So I body checked her and I was like, "Don't fuck with me, all right? I'm not I'm not playing with you today." It was mm -hmm. kind of like, "Shut the fuck up." It was a body check. Shut the fuck up. And then she brought the cameras during DM's thing, and then that's when I was like, 
you know what? I don't start. I, I will end shit. I'll end this. And I punched her and I was like, okay, over. Cause I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't thirsty for it. I wasn't trying to draw this big, huge feud out. I'm out. Were you still getting calls after that or were you kind of yeah. on the, you were? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why did people think I was blacklisted? Yeah. That was one topic that people wanted me to ask you. No, I wasn't. I've, I've never been blacklisted. Well, um, you and, you and CT. had commercials that said, thank you, Tina. Really? Yeah. I think MTV uh. put out a, somebody, somebody told me that like MTV had a commercial and it said, thank you, Tina. Well, I mean, you came out as a heavy hitter. Uh, later, a few years later, with CT, who was kind of on a little bit of uh, his own type of blacklist of sorts uh, from a fight that he had got on in the second duel. Uh, yeah, what what was it like uh, returning for as a heavy hitter for that? Was that I like a? I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready. Uh, and plus, the girl who they put me up against, I can't remember what her name was. Ter uh, Teresa. That okay? Yeah, that sounds right. She was tall she had arms and legs over me so we were back to back so me being low to the ground because you know you need to spread out your weight she could easily use her limbs to yeah. like throw herself over so it was i mean and i was out of the gym for two years at that point yeah oh so i was like this is not gonna fucking work guys but i mean i hung in there i was gassed because i wasn't in shape but I, I mean, I gave her a run for her money. I, you know what? She should have beat my ass worse than that at, in the condition that I was in. There, there seemed to be some jawing back and forth during that, right? What? Between you and her, kind of like some smack talk there. Oh, yeah. She was upset because I, uh, because <laughs> I, uh, I let, uh, I Tor Tori win because I wanted to give Brad a, a after wedding present. So you threw that one against Tori. So that Tori would win, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was definitely on purpose. Okay. <laughs> and, but the, I don't know Tori at all. I know Brad, and so, I like. Oh, okay. Um, and so I was like, oh, you know, I'll just do this for Brad, uh, you know, for his wedding, and there you go. She could stick around for a little time, for a little longer, and then you know, I, and then I got to leave. It's nice. Yeah, not too bad. You get to show up, get a nice paycheck, go home. Bye. That's right. I don't get too greedy on these shits. <laughs> I don't get too greedy. That people get see, that's where people get fucking fucked up in the head. They get too greedy. If you go, you have a fun time, and you just it, it's fun for everybody. Then if you get one bad apple, and then you get this toxic masculinity and toxic personalities toxic people who are manipulators it's miserable for everyone and that's why all of these challenges went south mm. and it's fucking redundant you have these same motherfuckers doing the same shit and i hear this and i don't have anything to do with the fucking industry or the challenges or anything and i hear it i still hear it well, then I'm sure you had to have heard about uh, Shane and Veronica making some comebacks over the uh, last years or so. Were you getting calls, too? Did they open the doors for you during that time period? Um, yes, I got calls here and there. Uh, but, I, I mean, my personal life, I, I just want to make sure that my personal life is stable. Um, I had other shit going on. 
that I was establishing that was to me was more important than me leaving. And I just didn't think it was a, I just, I, I just didn't want to do it. I'll just put it that way. I'm not going to fucking make, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. But they, I'm sure they were trying to, you know, talk you into it though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love, Beauty and Marie's always treated me so fucking well. They've treated me nice. They've, I've, I've never had any problems at Beauty and Murray and, how they treat me. I mean, I might with like, oh, uh, these guys that you're putting me on this show with, they fucking suck. Like, it'll be like shit like that or like living condition stuff. Um, but I'm a very reasonable person. So I'm, I'm, I can be, you know, you can reason with me and then I'm, I'm cool. Mm -hmm. well, well, let me, uh, well, let's play a short game here. So I'm going to throw this topic at you now, which is currently the direction in which the show is taken. And I just want you to give me your blunt, honest, and thoughts, Tina thoughts, on the current uh, climate of the main season of the show. So You know I don't watch it, so... Yeah, so, uh, of course. So this is just... Let me put some chapstick on first. Okay. Let me wet my chaps. <laughs> All right, let me get some aquifer. Not that I, I don't sponsor these people, but. <laughs> it well, now, well, now the rug sponsors them because you dropped it. But. Oh, yeah. But aquifer, I love your shit if you want to send me some stuff. Okay. You don't have to air that. I was just fine. You're going to be copyright striked. <laughs> All right. Come at me, bro. Let's go. All right. So. This is going to be, since you don't obviously follow, this is going to be the most candid, probably, reaction we'll get from somebody. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Okay. So they've, okay. so they've been casting from a wild demographic now. They've been pulling from other networks. They've got people from CBS, Survivor, um, people from the United Kingdom have been coming on. And even it's gotten this far that on this current season, they got people from a show called Warsaw Shore, which is the Polish version of Jersey Shore. And we got people from a show called 12 Dates of Christmas on HBO. I want to know your thoughts on this kind of wild and unorthodox way that they're currently casting. Because before you go, I got a stat for you. Last week's episode, or two weeks two weeks ago's episode, was the lowest rated episode in the history of the show. Yeah. So what is what is like your first initial thoughts when you hear this is what we're casting from? I think that... Okay, I would say why not? Like try it, shit. Let's see, like let's see how if, if people want it. But obviously, people are getting real. It's oversaturated, like I said. You're getting the same people over and over and over again. So I think that people are just getting tired of the same fucking bullshit that happens on every show. Oh, somebody's a manipulator. Then you have this person. Then you, I mean, it's just, it's so fucking, it's almost non-scripted, scripted reality at this point. There is no reality because none of these people on this, I think that people can tell when someone's like just, you know, like people are getting sick of the Kardashians because it's like, you're fucking, okay, we get it. We get it. We get, you know, like there's no honesty anymore. There's no one, the, the fucking show was a documentary style type of show that I think people enjoyed and there was a genuineness with the people who were on it um, and I think that we've gotten a far ways away from it 
And some, I mean, I think I could be wrong. Shit. I probably fucking am. I know what I, all I can talk about is what I want, what I would like to see people who are genuine people. Um, you know, yeah, you get the drama, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like drunk, stupid. I'm a shit show drama. Like it doesn't need, I mean, it could be like, fun funny times like you know just something real something that i can relate to i I think that people are so far off the beaten path of being a human being that they don't even resemble how people are there's no way that you can connect with that person because there's no intimacy because that person is putting on a show you know yeah exactly it's like uh we watch these people come from almost like making their graduation you know we follow their stories on real world or road rules and that is why we're able to relate to them and when we see them on screen it makes it easy for us to root for them because we know their backstory and where they came from whereas like it's like why am i gonna root for someone that knows how to fist pump at a club and that's all that he has it's like because you don't you don't ever i mean i honestly think that when you, these shows, it used to be like, people thought that they went to school with me. They would, because I was in their living room. That's how intimate. And you don't have such a big cast of fuckers and all of this shit going on. There's an actual intimacy and the per, and the person gets invested in a certain person that they can identify with. Mm. And there, I, I think that it's, I, I don't think it's like that anymore. I don't think that there's any, it, it's too focused around um, the challenge and not on the people and how we're overcoming things how we're uh yeah we have struggles but we're we're not afraid to be honest with our struggles like i think that and, and be honest with ourselves and honest with the camera i think that there's that's gone it's gone well we live in just a superficial time right when you social, media. social media that's why i'm not good at it i'm not a good actress like i i'm not so i i i think that there's no intimacy anymore and it's just like wham bam thank you ma'am i'm out and that gets old yeah do we just become best friends then <laughs> oh my god you want to go do karate in my basement <laughs> <laughs> all right so i got one last topic for you so it's, i heard through the grapevine that you were initially supposed to be on the first all-star show is that true yes yes i will yeah. say was true yes i was gonna go i mean you don't have to get into why we didn't see you but uh, uh, I, I don't care i yeah i mean my sister-in-law i kind of feel like my husband set me up okay to get covid really because i am a germaphobe i fucking wear a face mask gloves mask like i when i you know i was quarantining in fact, my life during quarantine didn't change because I was like that before. I was always like, I didn't go out that much. I stayed mm-hmm. at home. I was fine. I was fine. I was happy. Uh, but his brother, uh, I can't go into. We wanted to see family because they were gone in um, mm-hmm. a life uh, threatening situation overseas. And they came back. And we were excited and we were happy. And so we were like, yes, we have to go to Christmas. And uh, so we got around family 
and that family decided not to fucking quarantine, didn't tell us about it. So we got to see them progress into getting COVID. And then I was like, oh, fuck yes, I have it. <laughs> so I got it. I was hoping that I'd get over it before the before we had had to leave, but uh, nope, it stuck around. God, God is weird. God, I, I'm telling you, I'm blessed. Like, there's a reason why I did, you know, shit happens because I was ready to go. I was, I was going. Did you, did you didn't depart to go to the location, right? Like you had it before leaving to go? Oh yeah. I had it, um, a month before we were supposed to leave. Ah. Uh. And so they actually flew everybody into the Dallas area, hoping that I would come out with a COVID negative test. Uh, but it was like three days before they flew to location. They had to pull the plug. They're like, fuck. Cause there was, and I'm going, you know, I felt bad. I felt really bad. I felt really fucking bad. But I think I kind of feel like my husband set me up to get COVID because he didn't tell me that they weren't quarantining. I assumed everybody was quarantining before you get around family. My mistake. <laughs> but who goes to show my kryptonite is family and friends. People not, who I trust. That's not, my fucking kryptonite so it's not a bad kryptonite to have though well it hurts you in a game like the challenges <laughs> i don't know if you knew this or not but beth actually said that um you getting covid and getting uh removed from all stars was karma for what for your punch on her in the duel i love how she makes it all about her <laughs> I, I didn't make this up either like this is oh been... you see this shit Oh, my God. Okay, is this your first now. time hearing about this? Yeah, there you go, Beth. Way to turn it around and make it about you. Is this your first time hearing about this? I think I might have heard. I think so. No, I heard that she said. No, wait. Somebody did tell me. Zach. Zach. Uh, he told me uh, that that's what she said. And I was like. Because normally when I hear shit that people say and I really don't give a fuck, I'm like, I just, I'm just like, oh my god, really? Like, I don't even want to respond because that's what they want. Yeah. Did you so have like, any? This whole thing with Beth saying that, she's trying to get me to respond, and it's like, girl, you are fucking crazy, and it's not about you. And if it's karma, and if you think it's karma, I got COVID because. I punched you and I don't get along with you. You're a narcissist. Fucking get over yourself. No, I got COVID. So, so you were going to be showing up to this thing. What were your, what were going to be your intentions, you know, upon seeing her? Were you going to be like this or were you going to no, get. I, I always give somebody a chance. I mean, you hope that they would grow and mature, right? Yeah. Uh, and I've grown, I've matured, I've changed a lot. Mm. I'm not that girl who has to fight the world all the time because I feel threatened. Like it's me versus the world. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't have to fight the world as, as hard anymore because I have a solid, stable foundation at home. Um, so I, I, I'm not like that anymore. And I, I, I would hope that she has grown and changed and which from what I hear she has that she's actually pleasant and people were like, she's not as bad as she used to be. And she's, you know, she's funny and she's goofy and that kind of stuff. So I was like, well, that's good to hear. Mm. 
But then she, you know, she tries, then she puts on this face to get more camera time. And then that's the Beth I don't like. Yeah. It's, I, I prefer people who are genuine and not full of shit. And that, and so because I call her out on that, that's why we don't get along. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I had a fun time chatting with you today, and I'm uh, thank you again for hopping on here, maybe to uh, reminisce on some old times that you seem to You're be back. No, I get wordy. It's my ADD, man. Yeah. And see me, like, talking to you and changing my mind. That's how my interviews are. <laughs> like, I'll be talking, da 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 and they just let me go off on a tangent, and then I'll be like, wait, you know what? No, I would track that. <laughs> Let me, now Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm unsure if, you know, we'll, we'll ever see you again, but, um, you know, it's still you fun. never to, know. Yeah, we never know. We'll say that, but. Um, you never know. I mean, never say never, right? Never say never. That's usually good. There's a, good a reason why I didn't make it on season one. There's a, there's a reason for everything. Mm. And I, I just, you know, I just ride the wave, baby. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Well, I hope you had as much fun as I did, and I uh, hope you're getting in touch with me. I'm humbled that you even thought of me. My pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for so, such a great episode. Oh, you're welcome. I hope it goes well, and I hope to see you in the future. Hey, you never know. Well, I'll, I'll keep touch. Yeah, we're best friends now, so. <laughs> Please do, yeah, dude. We're step brothers, man. Step brothers. There you go. All right. Take care. Have a nice rest of your Labor Day. You too. All right. Bye.